This is an RNZ podcast. And now this is just, you know, it's just incredibly distressing um, for our customers to be injured in, in the process as well. That we can't, you know, that we can't seem to do enough to keep our people safe just, you know, takes my breath away. It's, yeah, I've got no words really. I'm so sorry, I don't really know what to say apart from, um, yeah, it's a shocker. That was Countdown's Corporate General Manager Kerry Hannafin on RNZ's Checkpoint on Monday, about two and a half hours after the shocking stabbings in central Dunedin. And she said she was still getting details about how staff and customers were seriously hurt. And at that point, she was fielding many media inquiries while herself scrambling to get from Napier to Dunedin to help out on the ground. And with reporting strength in the South Island second city not quite what it used to be, some of our national media organisations were doing the same, as we'll hear. RNZ National listeners first heard the news from afternoon host Jesse Mulligan like this. We're just getting some breaking news that five people have been stabbed at Countdown on Cumberland Street in Dunedin. We're getting more uh, through um, as I speak to you, but uh, some pretty shocking breaking news through that five people have been stabbed at Countdown on Cumberland Street in Dunedin. The RNZ team are heading in that direction and also getting some more information up now. now we and among the RNZ team was RNZ's Dunedin reporter Timothy Brown. And at 6pm, Timothy Brown was live on Checkpoint with eyewitness accounts. Everyone was extremely shocked. There was a, a look of trauma on people's faces as they came out of the supermarket and Countdown staff were asked not to speak to the media. However, I was able to, to get the thoughts and the views of a handful of them as they left. Uh, one described the supermarket workers as, as taking the man down and, and disarming him during the attack. That is where some of these injuries occurred. That's compelling stuff, and Timothy Brown couldn't have got those accounts if he wasn't there reporting on the ground in Dunedin that day. But at 6pm on TVNZ1, it was a different story. These are live pictures from the scene in Cumberland Street, still in lockdown. Police due to undertake an extensive scene examination over the next couple of days, including security camera video. Police have a suspect in custody and are hailing the actions of members of the public who took down the offender as nothing short of heroic. While TVNZ News did have a camera there for those live pics at 6pm, its reporter Lisa Davies was in Christchurch. Blood covered his face as he was cuffed and restrained by police. The suspect appearing to resist his arrest following the knife attack in this Dunedin supermarket. And the pictures she described in her report there came from Dunedin's daily paper, the Otago Daily Times, which had the first professional video journalist on the scene soon after the attack. And at 6pm, the ODT's local TV operation, Channel 39, had its own full report with those images in its own 6pm news show. Tonight on the South Today, four people have been taken to Dunedin Hospital with stab wounds following an incident at Dunedin Central Countdown. Meanwhile, back on TVNZ1 at the same time, the One News Live updates came not from the scene or from the city, but from another reporter in Christchurch. Dunedin, of course, renowned as a university town. Maddie, any word yet on whether any students were involved? That's right. Again, police say that they are still in the very early stages of their investigation and it was an incredible... Now, some One News viewers were unhappy about Dunedin's big story being covered out of Christchurch, but it turned out the timing was just a bit unfortunate for TVNZ last Monday. Its reporter in Dunedin for the past six years, John McKenzie, had just left his post late last month. His replacement, Maddie Lloyd, who we heard there, was due to take up the job this coming week. 
TVNZ's news chief Paul Urisic told MediaWatch this week they tried hard to get their reporters into Dunedin by 6pm on Monday from both Christchurch and Queenstown where Jared McCulloch is their reporter. Maddie Lloyd's live update on One News actually came from Christchurch Airport and she was in Dunedin in time for TVNZ's late news show on Monday, tonight, along with her Christchurch colleague Lisa Davies. However, back in 2015, TVNZ did propose scrapping the role of its only Dunedin reporter, part-timer Megan Martin, and its sole full-time camera operator and editor in the city. Back then, they put forward a business case arguing that in fact they covered two cities and more than 65,000 square kilometres, including the most intense tourist area in the country. The region's mayors and MPs swung in behind with a campaign and a petition of their own, and TVNZ eventually scrapped that cut, a rare case of a media restructuring proposal which turned out not to be a fait accompli. Another media company to cut back in Dunedin in recent years is NZME, the owner of the New Zealand Herald and half the country's radio stations. In September 2018, it lost its Dunedin reporter, who also covered Otago and Southland. And NZME's Lower South Island news coverage now usually comes out of Christchurch too. But the NZME daily rural radio show The Country does come from Dunedin, and its executive producer Rowena Duncan, an experienced live broadcaster, had a bird's eye view on Monday reporting for News Talk ZB. Looking out the window, what can you see? So I look directly across uh, to the Countdown car park. It is still blocked. Access is still blocked by police cars at the moment. There were two ambulances. We saw multiple people loaded into these ambulances earlier. They have both returned. But NZME doesn't have a dedicated news reporter in Dunedin anymore, partly because it shares content with the Otago Daily Times, which has by far the biggest newsroom in the city, and it's just blocks away from the scene of Monday's drama. And that was the source of many live updates online and throughout the day on Monday. And on News Talk ZB, host Andrew Dickens relayed those to listeners nationwide like this. In terms of the injuries, an Otago Daily Times reporter at the scene said one person was put into the ambulance with what appeared to be a neck wound. A second person stretched it onto the ambulance. At least one of the patients is a member of staff. A third person wearing a countdown uniform has come out with a bandaged shoulder. A fourth injured person who also appeared to be a staff member, was taken out of the supermarket with, again, what looked like head and shoulder injuries. As with the TV broadcasters and those pictures from the scene on Monday, other media were also grateful for the ODT's local reporting on the day. Stuff doesn't have a newspaper in Dunedin, but it does have full-time reporter Hamish McNeely, who shared this response with his Twitter followers when one broadcaster turned to him to try and fill the gap live in its on-air coverage. To the radio station that has no Dunedin-based reporters, no, I will not go on your live show. And there were two further words at the end of that tweet to reinforce that message, though we won't broadcast them here. And it is understandable that the ongoing shortage of reporters in the city would be a sore point, especially after the shocking news on Monday, for which some outlets didn't have reporters' boots on the ground. As we heard earlier, TVNZ would have had its reporters there, but for a bit of bad luck. And last Monday, TVNZ's rivals at NewsHub also reported the story on Monday, in part, from Christchurch. But its Dunedin reporter, Dave Gooselink, was live and on the scene on NewsHub at 6 that day. That customers who tried to help the team members were also injured. They point out they've been concerned about the escalating violence towards Countdown team and this is something we will continue to talk and raise as an issue over the next year. Dave Gooseling there live from Dunedin. Dave.
But it turns out that News Hub's long-serving reporter Dave Gooselink won't be covering Dunedin for the network, not to mention the rest of Otago and Southland, a year from now. Last week, News Hub staff were told a proposed restructure of South Island news gathering might mean the complete axing of its Dunedin newsroom. In September last year, global broadcaster Discovery had bought MediaWorks television arm, including News Hub, and in February, those new owners launched a new midday bulletin. And they said at the time they were committed to local news at a time when news is more important than ever. But now it seems Discovery's priority is combining operations into one trans-Tasman unit and cutting costs by covering the news from the south from a reduced bureau in Christchurch seems to be part of that new plan. Now, as in 2015, when TVNZ threatened to pull out of Dunedin, mayors and local MPs, including tidy MP Ingrid Leary, who's formerly a TV3 journalist, urged Discovery to reconsider. But it didn't have the same effect this time round. Last Thursday, News Hub's owner Discovery confirmed the closure in Dunedin. Now, Southland District Mayor Gary Tong told the Otago Daily Times this week that he'd written to the News Hub Director of News, Sarah Bristow, on behalf of other Southern mayors, but he had no response. And that was the same response Media Watch got when we asked for an interview after the announcement of the closure. Instead, we were issued with a two-line statement from Discovery's Corporate Communications, which it wanted attributed to simply an unnamed spokesperson. The statement said, We remain committed to regional news with our excellent team of reporters and camera crews who travel the country regularly and through our network of freelancers. Our focus remains the same, said Discovery, delivering the best in-class news to Kiwis. Now, there's nothing new about a company which has made an unpopular announcement, being reluctant to talk about it with the rest of the media and issuing a short statement instead with a reassuring tone to it. But it's disappointing when it comes from a media outlet producing news whose reporters encounter that sort of thing all the time. And they'll know better than anyone that delivering best-in-class news to Kiwis is easier said than done without reporters to report things that happen where or near where those Kiwis actually live, as the coverage of this week's shocking supermarket violence in central Dunedin showed all too well.